This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. focused on it's my turn neither one gets anything out of that they both go away dissatisfied but when you have two that says you know what yeah it's, it's my turn but you know what that's irrelevant let me be a God I'm doing it for you let me be a blessing here I'm gonna be a blessing I'm gonna be a blessing and and there's that generous heart out of a desire to please God do you realize that Jesus actually said that's how the world will know that you're His. When we show generosity and love to one another, the world will know we belong to Christ. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches about the vision Paul and Timothy shared for the lost and explains how their love for Christ translated into a love for the people they met with along the way. Share the love of God today. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. incredible friendship, an incredible marriage where you do have two people that are genuinely desiring, genuinely concerned about being a blessing. You have two people focused on, it's my turn. Neither one gets anything out of that. They both go away dissatisfied. But when you have two that says, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's my turn, but you know what? That's irrelevant. Let me be a God, I'm doing it for you. Let me be a blessing here. I'm going to be a blessing. I'm going to be a blessing. And, and there's that generous heart out of a desire to please God. Do you realize that Jesus actually said, that's how the world will know that you're His? They will see that kind of thing going on among Christians and recognize the presence of Jesus Christ. Recognize the relationship because of the love that you have for one another. The only way they're going to see the love is when you're putting it out there. You're behaving lovingly. You're being generous. You're being giving. You're being more concerned about others than about yourself. Let's be like Timothy. Verse 6 says, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Now notice a vision, not a dream. He was awake. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia. So this is where Luke joined Paul and starts to travel with him. 
we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Therefore, sailing from Troas, we ran a straight course to Samothrace, and the next day came to Neapolis from there to Philippi. They made a quick trip. Later it would take them five days instead of just two to make that same journey. They had the wind at their back, is literally what that phrase, a straight course, means. So they came to Philippi, which is the foremost city of that part of Macedonia, verse 12, a colony. And we were staying in that city for some days. On the Sabbath day we went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made, and we sat down and spoke to the women who met there. Now, a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple. In other words, she sold, she made and sold clothing dye. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. Try to put yourself in, in their place and imagine what's going on here. You, you're Silas. You've joined up with this guy Paul. Now we know he's the Apostle Paul, right? We know the big deal about this man. For Silas, it was just Paul. He was famous because he had been a murderer of Christians. That was his fame. That was his notoriety. As far as Silas was concerned, you know, it's the, he knew about him, but and he had, a, he had a certain degree of confidence in him, but not the same a, as you and I would. Do you understand? He didn't have the book yet. He didn't have the book yet. You're, so you, you're traveling with this guy. You set out. You're going you're gonna to go for it. And, and right after you get started, he's like, oh, you know what? Let's go over to Asia Minor. We'll go to Ephesus and see what the Lord's doing there and go and we'll, and we'll share the gospel. Oh, oh, oh. No, we, I guess we can't do that. Oh, well, then let's go to Bithynia. We can't go to the north. We'll go to the south. Let's go, to, let's go over to that region, to Bithynia. And, and then for whatever reason, we're not really told how all of this occurs, whether it was through circumstances or just a word of knowledge from God where the Lord speaks to him in prayer and says, no, don't go there. It just says the Spirit prevented it. Now, at some point, quite possibly, if I were Silas, I'd be thinking, does this guy know where he's going? Does this guy really even have a plan? And then the vision thing. You got a vision. Yeah, this guy's saying, you know, from, well, okay, we, we didn't get to go to Ephesus. We didn't get to go to Bithynia. Now, Macedonia? Macedonia. You're sure? We're going to Macedonia. Yeah, we're going to Macedonia. And then you get there, and there's not even a synagogue. Now, this was a first. You understand? That meant there weren't even 10 Jewish men in the city. Not even 10. And we know there was no synagogue because they were meeting down by the riverfront. It's just a bunch of women praying. Now, no offense, ladies, but in this day, that didn't count for much. It just did not count for much. Paul, what are you doing? I mean, first you, you say, we can't, we can't go to Ephesus. Then you say, no, Bithynia is out. Now you say you get a vision of a man from Macedonia, and we get here. There's no man, Paul, just a bunch of women. Have you lost your mind? You nuts? What are, you, what are we doing here? Why Philippi? Philippi was a major Roman colony. It had been since just before the birth of Christ. Now, I'm not going to give you all the boring historical details because, to be honest, I can't remember them all. But they had been favorable toward Caesar Augustus 
in one of his big campaigns, basically when he came to power. And so he bestowed upon the residents of Philippi Roman citizenship. This is a big deal. It became a Roman colony. And it became for him a very, for Caesar Augustus, a very important city. So it became a very important city in that region. But I want you to, to notice several things here and kind of think about it in the context of who we are as a family, who we are as a church. Because I, I looked at this and I thought, man, this is, there's some parallels here. There's some parallels here. Why Philippi? There's, there's not really a Christian witness, Paul, in Philippi. I mean, there's, there's not a, a witness to the living God. I mean, yeah, there are a few women getting together to pray, but beyond that, I mean, that's really about it, Paul. There's no synagogue. Yeah, but this is where the Lord said to go. This is where the Lord said to go. You know, 20 years ago, the Lord spoke to us clearly about South Beach. Now, I had people saying, Robert, there's space. You could rent space and there wouldn't be a parking problem. You know, just, just across the water, just across the water in Miami. Rent's cheap. Some great properties over there. You could probably even buy a place over there. Yeah, but God said South Beach. God said South Beach. He spoke to my heart clearly about South Beach. Before South Beach was South Beach, the Lord spoke to my heart about it. I remember looking around and I'm like, God, this is scary. The average age was 77. Guys, do you understand there's not a lot of future in a ministry to people who are like 75, 80, 85 years old, 90 years old, right? Lots and lots of funerals in your future when you start a church. I'm not trying to be ugly, just being honest. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, Lord, are you sure? You want, I don't know how to minister. To, to just all of these old people. Are you sure this is what you want me to do? And the Lord just would kept confirming it in, in my heart. No doubt about it. This is where I want you to be. I want you to be in this community. Yeah, it's, it's dilapidated. It's messed up. But this is where I want you to be. And, and I watched it begin to change. And then I really wasn't sure what the Lord was doing. All these models, all these entertainment people. And I'm like... You know, as the Lord's, you know, speaking to me and, and, and I'm still, people are talking about North Beach and, you know, just, you know, going up to North Beach and Miami Shores. We started looking for, you know, to start a church, you know, Miami Shores. Oh, that'd be a great place to start a church. You know, nice middle-class residential community, you know, rents aren't all that high. And I'm going back a few years, you know, all of these very logical, practical, but see, there's a problem. You know what the problem was? God said South Beach. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.